next on the 5 o'clock report. I'm not going to be able to get my Cairo. Pace yourself. Flooding and snowball fights. Still has a lot of work to do. They're very inexperienced on the global stage together. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Can you dig it? Good afternoon. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Mark Webster. They're digging it. They're plowing it. They're throwing it. Western New Yorkers looking for any means they can to clear away the pre-Thanksgiving leftovers from a record-setting lake effect snowstorm. This lady tells WKBW it's been tough sledding. This is my first attempt, and I'm not going to be able to get my car out. It's too heavy. We can't even use our front door to get out. One of many sweating it out in the cold with shovels and snowblowers today. This man with some words of wisdom. Pace yourself, especially as you get older. I'm 63 now, and if you're fortunate enough to have a young family member or neighbor, pay him or her a few dollars and let them do it. Of course, if you're a kid off from school, the snow was manna from heaven. I mean, it's just a lot of fun to be out with the kids and seeing them play in it. Obviously, they're enjoying eating snow and sledding and snowball fights. But for the grown-ups, it's more serious business. A federal state of emergency has been declared for Western New York. Erie County Emergency Services Commissioner Dan Neverth Jr. tells WGRZ that plows the way for FEMA assistance, but also means a lot of prep work. Still has a lot of work to do uh, to, to reach the thresholds and to basically show FEMA exactly what we've been going through. They have no real understanding of the, the true impacts that we have, especially from a snow event. They're used to other types of events, and they don't realize the some of the catastrophic damage that heavy snow, snow in general can do. And there was plenty of damage, including to an iconic building in the village of Hamburg. Bray Miller's Lanes has been a fixture there for over 80 years. Owner Howard Bray Miller got the shocking news in the middle of the night. They said a partial roof collapse and then it just slowly got worse and worse and uh, sadly the building was condemned today and they're tearing it down like ASAP. Governor Holko, who went to school with Bray Miller, says the state is going to do what it can to help him rebuild Bray Miller's lanes. Elsewhere this Monday, charges being filed against the suspect in a deadly Colorado shooting that left five people dead and many more injured. Anderson Lee Aldridge charged with five counts of murder, five counts of bias-motivated crime causing bodily injury after a shooting at a Colorado Springs gay bar late Saturday night, one which Colorado Springs Mayor Josh Southers says could have been much worse if not for some brave patrons. Two, but primarily one, as I understand it, are able to take a, a handgun that he's got uh, in his possession, take it away from him, and use that weapon not by shooting it, but uh, uh, by hitting him and disabling him. Uh, it's an incredible act of heroism. Police say Aldrich may have been arrested last year in connection with a bomb threat. One person is dead, at least 16 people hurt after an SUV smashed into an Apple store in Massachusetts. Doctors gave an update on the injury status of the many victims. The injuries were somewhat diverse, um, uh, ranging from uh, some pretty serious head trauma uh, to uh, some uh, pretty pretty decent lower extremity trauma, mangled limbs. It happened this morning in the town of Hingham. That's just south of Boston. The local district attorney wouldn't speculate if it was an intentional act or not. He says the male driver has been detained. There's a possibility of a national rail workers strike next month. The largest rail union in America, which represents 
its conductors has rejected the latest contract offer. Because the nation's rail system is so interconnected, if any one of 12 unions goes on strike, all railroads could shut down. And the prospect is now more likely, as members of four unions have voted to reject the tentative agreement. Those unions will now go back to the table in an attempt to extract better terms than the White House brokered in September. But the issue could wind up in Congress's court next month. In the past, lawmakers have repeatedly voted to impose terms on the railroad unions to avoid a strike. CBS's Stephen Portnoy, the dispute centers on long-time disagreements over pay and working conditions. Nearly 30 percent of voters believe the incoming House Republican majority should look into impeaching President Biden. That's just over 6 percent of Democrats who responded to the morning consult political poll compared to 55 percent of Republicans. President Biden has called the potential probes, quote, almost comedy. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office in New York City, meanwhile, is reportedly jumpstarting a criminal investigation focused on former President Trump and his alleged hush money payment to a porn star. New York Times reports prosecutors are pressuring former Trump Organization CFO Alan Weisselberg to cooperate in the investigation. Weisselberg has already pleaded guilty to unrelated tax charges and testified last week in the criminal trial of Trump's business. Surprise move at Disney today with the company made big changes at the front office. With the stock down 40 percent this year, political entanglements and dwindling broadcast TV numbers, the board of directors at Disney is making a change and bringing back popular CEO Bob Iger. Bob Chapek is being allowed to resign. Chapek lasted less than three years on the job, guiding the company through a pandemic that beat up the bottom line, but also creating a divide over what critics have called Florida's don't say gay law. I'm Rory O'Neill. U.N. inspectors back in Ukraine checking for damage after more shelling of Europe's largest nuclear power plant. The head of the U.N.'s nuclear watchdog, Rafael Grossi, says it appears the Russian-occupied plant escaped serious damage this time. Until we have this plant protected, the possibility of a nuclear catastrophe is there. Russia and Ukraine have accused each other of carrying out the latest shelling at Europe's biggest nuclear power plant. Wendy Gillette, CBS News. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says the U.S. plans to keep backing Ukraine in its fight against Russia. Speaking in Indonesia, the Pentagon chief said he thinks Ukraine has put the more than $20 billion the U.S. has provided so far to good use. Austin said the U.S. will try to help prepare Ukraine to continue fighting through the winter. On the shoulders of the giants of the Apollo generation, Orion now carries forward the torch of the Artemis generation. NASA's unmanned Orion capsule getting set to orbit the moon launched last Wednesday as part of the Artemis 1 mission. The capsule firing its main engine to start a series of maneuvers to put it in lunar orbit this week. It's the first stage of the Artemis mission designed to eventually put humans back on the moon in a few years. And the USA's quest for world soccer domination got underway in Qatar this afternoon. The Men's national team faced Wales in their World Cup opener and played them to a 1-1 draw. Up next, Group B leader England. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a weeks-long methane leak finally plugged, addressing the problems facing Pennsylvania's veterans and recounting the rescue of Josh Allen. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. A cold front will be crossing the area tonight. Not a lot of fanfare aside from very gusty winds to start the night. In its wake, the air is just modestly chilly. That'll be our story with mostly dry weather heading toward Thanksgiving Day. It's after Thanksgiving Day that a possible northeast storm poses a chance of rain or maybe rain followed by a wintry mix Friday, Saturday. In the meantime, for the night tonight, we'll find skies will be partly cloudy in Pennsylvania. 
And then fair amount of cloudiness in New York with an evening rain or snow shower, a couple of flurries late, gusty winds subsiding. Low temps, 20s for most. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, intervals of clouds and sunshine. High temperatures tomorrow near 40. We're in the 40s for high temperatures on Wednesday. All right. Thank you very much, Kevin Williams. We'll check back with you in a little bit. Right now, though, looking at the stories making news where you live, across New York and Pennsylvania. The operator of a natural gas storage well in western PA says workers have finally successfully plugged a leak that had been spewing massive amounts of methane into the atmosphere for two weeks. Equitrans Midstream said the well at its Rager Mountain Storage Facility, located in a rural area about one and a half hours east of Pittsburgh, was sealed shut with concrete on Sunday. According to initial estimates, that well had been venting about 100 million cubic feet of natural gas per day since November 6th. Following an election that spelled the end of his party's dominance of the Statehouse, Republican Majority Leader Kerry Benninghoff said he will not seek a leadership position in the 2023-24 legislative session. That announcement comes as both parties realign their leadership ranks after the November 8th election. Benninghoff, a representative from Center County for 26 years, made that announcement in an email to Republican colleagues. Pennsylvania has the better part of a million veterans living within the Commonwealth, but a Pennsylvania lawmaker says support for them and still be lacking. Details from Family Life's Terry Diener. Democratic state lawmaker Joe Webster, himself an Air Force veteran, says there is a lack of centralized report. At the end of November, Webster is hosting a panel discussion on veterans in crisis to address suicide prevention and mental health support in his Montgomery County district. He says veterans continue to face difficulty accessing benefits and often struggle to transition back to civilian life. According to the Department of Human Services, Pennsylvania has about 800,000 veterans, the fourth largest population in the country. Terry Diener, Family Life News. Thanks, Terry. Members of a historic church in Schoolkill County, PA, are worried a dwindling congregation could lead to its closure. The First Presbyterian Church of Mahanoy City is older than the borough itself, founded 162 years ago. Church member Gary Perna tells Newswatch 16. This was the first congregation to settle in Monty City. It was the, the first house of worship in Monty City. We are getting to the point where, unfortunately, it may join the growing list of churches here in the small borough that, that may have to close. COVID forced many to switch to online attendance, and they've yet to return. That's having a negative impact on small churches everywhere because online attendees are less inclined also to support the church financially. New York, a scheduled court appearance for the man accused of carrying out a mass shooting at a Buffalo Top store postponed. Peyton Yendron reportedly was going to plead guilty to state charges for his role in the May 14th shooting at the grocery chain's Jefferson Avenue location. However, the Erie County District Attorney's Office says the proceeding was adjourned because of weather. No word yet on when Gendron will return to court. He's also facing federal charges that could result in him receiving the death penalty if convicted. Thanksgiving came early over the weekend in Tioga County. Hundreds of hot Thanksgiving meals handed out to folks in need in Owego on Sunday. Food insecurity is always an issue and a concern, so we feel that it's a way for us to give back to the entire community and reach more families. Jill Teeter helped organize the event in the parking lot of the Boys and Girls Club of Tioga County. We found that during the drive-through, we're able to serve more families than we were at just the sit-down meal. Leftover meals from the Thanksgiving giveaway were donated to the Owego Fire and Police Departments. And it's called the City of Good Neighbors for good reason. Three lifelong Buffalo Bills fans put that motto into action over the weekend when they helped their snowed-in neighbor get to work. Well, that neighbor was none other than Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen. I stopped the plow guy and I said, hey, you can't push the snow there, that's Josh Allen's. 
Norm Marshall spent three hours Saturday along with his buddies, Mark Braun and Squirrel Winters, that's the name, clearing the snow from the driveway of number 17's house. It was this high, <laughs> and I'm 6'3", and it was piled tight because they pushed all the snow from right up against his driveway. Marshall says they got the job done just in the nick of time, too, so Allen could catch a team flight to Detroit where the Bills would then go on to beat the Browns on Sunday. Josh is a very humble man, and what he's done for this community is uh, second to none. And, uh, you know, Josh and the Bills have brought a lot of life back to Buffalo. Indeed. Marshall says the snow removal effort was the least he could do for the joy that Allen has brought to Bills fans over the past several years. He's just a good neighbor, and why wouldn't you help him out? Right. If they gave out assists in football, Bills fans certainly earned one this past weekend. Your nightly market report is next, brought to you by Ambassador Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks kicking off a shortened holiday trading week with the major indexes closing lower today. Reports about upticks of COVID deaths in China leading to concerns that lockdowns may return here. Disney shares popped 6% after the company announced former CEO Bob Iger will once again be taking the lead of the company. The price of oil initially sinking on rumors today of increased OPEC production, but Saudi Arabia said the story was false and oil rallied, closing just shy of $80 a barrel. The Dow losing 45 points today, the S&P 500 off 15, and the Nasdaq slipped 121. Ambassador Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more. Online at ambassadoradvisors.com. Thanks, Dave. This is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life. Today I want to talk about being financially faithful to the end. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Money Wise Minute. And by that I mean making preparation for the cost of dying. You know, there are significant expenses for things such as a casket, a grave plot, and a tombstone. Even cremation costs money. Faithful financial stewardship involves planning so those expenses aren't borne by those you leave behind. You can begin the process by doing price comparisons. And yes, you can do that online at a site called parting.com. You don't have to give your name. Just put in your zip code and answer a few simple questions. Again, that's parting.com. Please put this important task on your list of things to do between now and the end of the year. Manage your finances wisely with the easy-to-use MoneyWise app. Download MoneyWise Biblical Finance from your app store or learn more at moneywise.org. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, the wackiness that is World Cup Soccer Mania. I'm Kevin Williams, and here is your Family Life regional weather forecast. A cold front will be crossing the area tonight. Not a lot of fanfare, aside from very gusty winds to start the night. In its wake, the air is just modestly chilly. That'll be our story with mostly dry weather heading toward Thanksgiving Day. It's after Thanksgiving Day that a possible northeast storm poses a chance of rain or maybe rain followed by a wintry mix Friday-Saturday. In the meantime, for the night tonight, we'll find skies will be partly cloudy in Pennsylvania. And then fair amount of cloudiness in New York with an evening rain or snow shower, a couple of flurries late, gusty winds subsiding, low temps, 20s for most. Then for tomorrow and Wednesday, intervals of clouds and sunshine, high temperatures tomorrow near 40, 
We're in the 40s for high temperatures on Wednesday. Thank you, Kevin. Finally at 5. Okay, perhaps it's not quite as big a deal here in the U.S. as it is in most of the world, but World Cup soccer is once again taking the global stage. U.S. kicked off its bid for global soccer supremacy against Wales this afternoon. 1-1 draw. And a lot of folks over the years have gone cup crazy. Just how crazy? Well, there was the South African radio station that offered two tickets to the final match to whoever did the craziest thing to get them. The winner threw himself into a river full of crocodiles. And there was that time an Uruguay Guayan player returned to the field just after suffering a heart attack, and there was the Russian couple who broke up after arguing over who was the better player, Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. And who could forget the Albanian man who went into a betting shop and gambled his wife on an Argentinian win against Bulgaria? Bulgaria pulled the 2-0 upset, which subsequently led to the loss of the betting man's horrified wife as well. You can't make it up. An author has written a book called Incredible World Cup Stories, published in 20 languages. He says even the smallest stories somehow describe what the passion for soccer is. That's the world we live in for Monday, November 21st, 2022. Thank you again for joining us. I'm Mark Webster, Family Life News.